0: hi friends welcome to another episode of that sounds fun i'm your host annie f downs i'm really happy to be here with you today what a great year of shows we've already had Charles Martin was amazing. If you haven't gotten his new book, They Turned the World Upside Down, you got to go get it and go listen to that episode. And we've got a great show in store for you today. And just a reminder, you can still pre-order my new book, That Sounds Fun. All of the details are available for you at ThatSoundsFunBook.com. So check that out. It actually releases in a month on February 2nd. Today on the show is my good friend, Kendra Adachi. You may know her as the Lazy Genius. I adore this woman. You guys, get ready for this conversation. Her book that came out last summer is called The Lazy Genius Way, and we wanted to save her for January and kind of talk through how do we lazy genius our way into 2021. And as you can imagine, this conversation goes a lot of places I would have never planned. Kendra is amazing and such a gift, and I think you're going to love this episode. So here's my conversation with our friend, the lazy genius, Kendra Adachi. Kendra Adachi, welcome to the That Sounds Fun podcast. I am so happy to be here, Annie. Oh man, forgive us, friends, because Kendra and I have already talked for 15 minutes. We've just been living our best life, going through some apologies, going through some, Mm -hmm. making things right. No, just kidding. Thank you for making (laughs) time for this. Welcome to 2021. Leaving 2020, entering 2021, what are your thinkings? What is happening in your brain?
1: That rear view mirror. I do think that thinking about what's coming in this year feels a little bit like um, playing with Monopoly money. It's Mm. all pretend. Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. a little
1: pretend. (laughs) But it also, I don't know. It's just, I have so much hope. I know that there's been a lot of language around nothing's really going to change when it's 2021. Like Mm -hmm. the things are still sort of the same, Mm -hmm. but I have to believe and feel it in my bones a little bit already that it's like just that mental shift of it being 2021. We did it. We We did did it we made it. It we went a little bit faster we than we thought it would, didn't it? I think the last three months did sort of like, yeah. I don't know if it's because we're too tired. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was <laughs> <laughs> too tired. But um, no, I'm so happy to leave 2020 behind. And I also want to remember the good things from it and it not mm. just be a year I want to forget because there's so many beautiful things that came from it too. But I am really glad to not have to say 2020 anymore.
0: <laughs> that's a, That's a really beautiful thought though. The like, did we at some point this week or the end of last week? Did we sit down and go like, okay, what did what was the good of twenty twenty? Now that I'm in twenty twenty one, what was the good of twenty twenty?
1: Yeah, well, this is why it's nice for people like us to have um, podcasts and content that we have to create as a job uh-huh. because I did I did that on my own podcast. It was the last episode of twenty twenty was my oh, favorite. Good discoveries of 2020. Oh, you're brilliant. Because I'm not very good. I'm not very good at reflecting. Like, that's why we have the next right thing with Emily P. Yes, (laughs) that's why we (laughs) have Emily. (laughs) That teaches how to reflect and stuff. And so I kind of took the time to think through what my favorite discoveries are. And it was really life-giving to go, look Mm. at all these beautiful things that I found that I got to enjoy and learn and all that. And it wasn't just a dumpster fire, as they have said so many times. So. But it is nice to just sort of, deep. It's, de- it's a big old deep breath. Yeah, it, I,
0: it feels like, I haven't gotten married yet or been a parent yet, but I hear my friends, my parenting friends say this a lot, that the days are long, but the years are short. Very much so. It a little bit feels like 2020, the days were long, but the year was short. Like it went by fast, yeah.
1: Yeah. but
0: man, they were, it was, the days were not short.
1: No, they were not. Most of the days, I was like, have we lived 17 days already? Uh It's 12 o'clock. What Uh is happening? And
0: you released your first book, The Lazy Genius Way, in the middle of a pandemic. And still, my girl hit New York Times. No biggie.
1: It's just still so stupid. It is not. (laughs) It's not stupid, but it's it's kind of stupid. stupid. It's
0: the best kind of stupid. I love that (laughs) phrase.
1: That's exactly right. I still right. can't believe it. I still can't believe it. But no, I did, and I think you know. I think that's one of the things that I have sort of learned. This was not in my podcast episode because uh-huh. I don't have to talk about my book like all the time and every piece of content I ever make. Sure. Um, however, I, I don't know, man. I just, I did something I didn't think I could do. I didn't think that I could. Do a big project without the plan I had set in place in the beginning. Wow. I did not think I could be as nimble and flexible mm-hmm. as I turned out mm-hmm. to be. I didn't, I just sort of went against type in a lot of ways yeah. this year. And, um, meaning Enneagram and, type? Yes. Yes. What are type you? How do you like, identify? Uh, I, I definitely identify as a one, but oh I do girl. think that, you know, as you know, just because, I mean, we this does not have to turn into an Enneagram episode. As you know, it's like, I mean, your type is, it's a construct. It's a shadow. It's yeah. not necessarily the real thing. And so yes. I have learned like, no, Kendra, you do not need very intense plans. You do not need to follow this wow. exactly. You don't need to do those things for this to work. And so I just felt like there was this really lovely gift at the end of it of feeling like myself. That was my entire goal. That was my literally my only goal for the book coming out. It wasn't numbers, it wasn't li- it wasn't anything. It was just, I want to still feel like Kendra and not want to hate writing a book in the future wow. at the end of that. That was my only goal. And that happened in a pandemic when I couldn't do things the way that I originally wanted to. And yes. so it just felt like this sort of self-discovery of, oh yeah, I can, I don't have to depend on those old patterns that just like make me stress out all the time. It was
0: pretty great. As you're saying that, I'm realizing that. As a, I identify as a seven, and I think one of my big takeaways from 2020 is I learned that I can be alone mm-hmm. and like for extended amounts of time and be okay yeah. and actually kind of like it at times. And you're right, I mean, it, it, I don't know that I, I don't know there's another way for me to learn that when FOMO isn't an option, you don't have it. <laughs> Right, and that
1: on needlepoint—that's a good one. (laughs) You
0: know, I've taken up cross stitching again. So give me, (laughs) let me find a pattern maker, and I will do it. Yeah, I just I have to wonder if if the halt of 2020 was Angela Johnson at the end of last year. She gave this example on the podcast of of being pulled back in a slingshot. That sometimes we feel like, why am I going backwards? This feels like I'm going backwards, and it's because the Lord's about to let it go. And and really shoot something forward in your life, and and I had I think being alone felt like that a little bit for mm. me. Yeah, who
1: all lives in your house? Uh, I'm married to a guy I met when I was 15, so that's my wild. Girl. Respect, and it's just the situation. And then three kids, two boys, 11 and nine, and then my daughter is four.
0: So like sixth grade, fifth grade, where are they? Fifth grade, third grade. Okay almost preschool. One yeah. more year preschool. I used to teach 4th and 5th grade, so that's like that's my really, people group. Yes.
1: I did I, not know you used to be a teacher. Yes, 5
0: years. I did Whoa. 5 years of teaching right out of college. I loved it and I, I love you that a age tremendous group. I mendes teacher. I bet you were oh, so kind. fun. I played my guitar a lot. Every <laughs> spelling, every spelling test on Fridays was a story I told with every word and every kid in the class. I mean, I was oh, ridiculous. Of course it was. It's so good. I, and the good thing about fourth and fifth grade, you know this because you're raising them, you don't learn anything in fourth and fifth grade that you haven't hit before or hit again. So I'm the exact right teacher you need. <laughs> I'll teach you things, but it, there's not the pressure that you got to go from not reading to reading with me. That sure. was never my gift.
1: Yes. It's more. It feels more like a socially transitional time yes. than an educational transitional And time. I wonder, <laughs> let's have this
0: conversation again in May because a conversation that we always had as teachers is that when you teach fifth grade, you actually teach two classes: the before Christmas class and the after Christmas class.
1: Fascinating, and they
0: are different people because things start stirring and spinning, in
1: yeah. their
0: little their little hormone department. Uh-huh, and they are uh-huh. different humans by April than you got I, in September.
1: I feel like our my son is starting to spin, yeah, a little bit already. Yeah. And it's just, it's a little terrifying. It's, it's different, a terrifying. isn't it? I know. It's yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. I
0: loved teaching kids. Like, we always did jokes on Fridays. Like, I was like, I want you to be funnier when you leave here. I want you to know how to make a joke. So, <laughs> <laughs> let me help you with the big stuff, people. <laughs>
1: Those are real life skills, actually. Right. Like, no one cares about multiplying fractions. That's right. <laughs> learn to tell a joke. That's That's right. tell a joke
0: and use a calculator. You're going to go so much farther in this planet, I say. So far. But we love you, math teachers. Also, do you watch Great British Baking Show? I do. Have Indeed. you watched, what? where, are you caught up? Are you all the way into
1: it? Okay, so I have, uh, I'm in like three seasons, three seasons. I'm in, I'm three episodes into the most recent season mm-hmm. with the new host. Mm-hmm. But the problem, here's the problem. There are two problems. Oh, good. One is my, we watch it as a family, mm. which is really nice. Yes.
0: However,
1: it feels, this season feels more sexual than previous ones. It's so that host. It is. It's a little, it's a little murky.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> surprisingly murky for a show about cakes. It
1: is. It really, really. And is. passion oh, that's, fruit. That's one part. Oh gosh. They love passion fruit. Get over out of England. my life, British get people.
0: No, don't gracious. you get out of my life. Just get your passion fruit out Just of my life. Just take your passion fruit
1: with yes. you. So that's one thing. But then the other thing is we have a couple of other shows that we like to watch as a family. And they kind of like those more. Like I've yeah. sort of like suckered them into liking. Great British Baking Show. Anyway, all that to say, we watched maybe three to four episodes of the most recent season. And I, it was sort of hard to, like, have to explain innuendo when kids ask questions or, like, explain it away and pretend yeah. it wasn't said. But then it's also just not been a really great season. Like, I haven't enjoyed it. That's what Jamie, so we, I, that's what Jamie, Popcast Jamie says, Jamie Golden. She, she says it's say not that. as good a season. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a lot of ma- a motivation to Finish yeah. it on my own. And I feel like my kids, they're, they need people to root for. And there's yeah. no one that they super duper love. I, I
0: asked because oh, I British know. people always say maths, plural. And I had forgotten that until I got way into the Great British Baking Show. You can't imagine how wholesome my life is right now, besides the innuendos, is I'm cross stitching a Hamilton pattern and I'm watching
1: Great British Baking Show. <laughs> that sounds like a real good Friday night to me. I'm here for it. Actually. I'm living it up. What other shows are y'all watching? We watched The Masked Singer. We, oh, how can you not love that we, show? I, I was so resistant. I fought that so hard. I was like, I'm not, when it, when it first came out two yeah. or three years ago, or whatever, yeah. I was like, I'm not watching this ridiculous show hosted by Jenny McCarthy. I'm not doing it. Right. And it turns out we all just really, really love it. And my ki- the, my favorite thing is my kids don't know who's under the mask. They don't know celebrities. Yeah. Like, Once Bob know, Saget comes out, that come still doesn't know. matter. No, I have no idea, but they're just, the reveal uh-huh. makes them so excited. So like the number of times that it's, you know, they're chanting, take it off, take <laughs> it off, like the mask, the mask comes off and they all, my kids are like, whoa, and then they look at me and they go, wait, who is it again? Like they don't even <laughs> care. They don't even care. <laughs> So we watch that, we watch BattleBots, and we watch American Ninja Warrior.
0: Oh, listen, I yes, yeah, some of my many BFFs here watch American Ninja Warrior, and then they just jump on everything.
1: Everything we
0: this every is table, why, yeah. This
1: is why parents do not have nice things, yeah,
0: <laughs> because of shows like that.
1: Yes, it will all break. So buy it cheap. It's fine. I know.
0: <laughs> um, okay, I wanted you on at this time of the year. Your book came out in August. We told our friends to get it, but I knew I needed you in January. I just need you to start the lazy genius way. I, I we just got to be different this year. So, yeah. will you back up and explain what is the lazy genius way? Like what's the definition of it? And yeah. we're going to hit some areas and I want you to walk us through what we do to do this better.
1: Yeah, man, let's do it. So, basically being a lazy genius is just being a genius about oh. the things that matter. Okay. And then lazy about the things that don't. And the important the important distinction here is Everybody gets to decide what matters to them. So I'm not telling you to be a genius about what matters to me. That's stupid because we care about different things. And I think that's where a lot of like um, sort of productivity kind of self-improvement books, not necessarily where they go wrong, but where they don't work for everyone because it's really just the author's way that works for them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, if your priorities don't align with that person, then their system isn't going to work for you. It's just yes. not going to. So this is more like a step back from that where it's like, all right, we're going to name what matters. And then here are 13 principles where you can build your own system where you need it. Very good.
0: And I, those other books that you mentioned, they I feel like they should me a lot. You should do this. You should do that. You should. And I'm always like, well, what if I don't care about gardening like you care about gardening? I don't, I shouldn't care about, I don't have a yard. I can't, no. you can't <laughs> should me about gardening. Right.
1: Totally. Well, let's see. And that's, that's absolutely true because if you think about when you experience something that you love deeply, you know, like you, you really love soccer, yes, right? Thank I do you. love yes, soccer I like do. a lot. Okay. Okay. Mm. So like, if you really love soccer and you go to someone with a passion that you have for soccer and you're like, listen. I know if you would just give it a chance, I know that you would love soccer. Like this is why you would love it or this is why you should love it. And if someone, and it's not that that is a misplaced passion. Like you just want people to experience life the way that you experience life. Like That's sort of a normal human thing. That's a connective thing that we do. But when you have that in like book form about how to like make your day better or spend Mm -hmm. your time or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, then you can sort of get stuck because you just can't tell someone what should matter to them. Every yes. individual has to make sense of that. So it does. I mean, in some ways, it makes sense that those books are like, this is what you should do because it worked for them. Yeah. And they're excited about it. Yeah. And they want the book to sell. And most of them are like, well, if I don't give you a list of things to do, then why is the point of writing this book in the first mm-hmm, place? Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's why writing this book was so daggum hard because right. I was like, all right, how can I help people build a system without giving them a list of shoulds? Yeah, how yeah, yeah. How do I right. do it without shooting all over them? That's exactly right.
0: That's right. But we did it. Yeah. Uh you did it. And a lot of people believe you. And a lot sure. of people so because there's the
1: your lazy genius podcast kind of does this in steps along the way too. It does. It's more topical. Like yeah. the the Lazy Genius podcast is about certain things that you can do, like organizing your paper in your house, mm-hmm. cooking chicken, making a friend, using the principles that are in yeah. the Lazy Genius Way book. A whole episode of cooking chicken. Tell me more. Oh, it's seriously called the Lazy Genius Cooks Chicken. Yes, because chicken can be hard. <laughs> well, chicken can be hard. I feel like everybody—not everybody eats chicken, but like a lot of people. Everybody eat chicken. eats chicken. That it's eats. If me- you
0: eat meat, you eat chicken.
1: That's the thing. If you're, It's yes. the most accessible meat. And so I talk about the different, this is fascinating content. From I talk here. about the different cuts of chicken. Uh-huh. So it's like, this is good for this. This is good for this. Like, don't waste your, here. here's the most important thing. There are two important things from that particular episode. You don't even have to listen. Number one, chicken tenderloins are a waste of money. It just cut chicken breasts into strips. Okay. Like, I mean, really, okay. that's really what you can do. Now, if you're, if what matters most to you is convenience and you want those strips done, then by all means, buy them. Mm-hmm. But to think that like tenderloin, chicken tenderloin is something special. Is a better
0: chicken. It, yeah, it's, no, not. It's, it's not.
1: It's not. I will tell you what the better chicken is. And okay. it is chicken thighs. Chicken thighs. Wow, well, that's a hot things take. Things. That chicken is a the hot best. Take. They're the best of all things. They do not dry out. They are very Are forgiving. they white meat or dark meat? They're dark meat. Yeah. They're dark meat. So they have more iron in them. Oh. They taste better. I think they taste better. They are so good with bone and skin and boneless, skinless. Like... I do become a bit of a chicken thigh evangelist in that particular episode, but again, you get to pick what cut of chicken matters to you the most. But I kind of lay it all out and how you can cook the best ways that you cook the cuts and all that kind of stuff.
0: I mean, i I don't panic about anything in the kitchen except if the chicken is too. If the is that pink or white? Is that pink or white? Is that pink or white? Am I poisoning? As if it is an immediate death if you eat pink (laughs) chicken. That is how serious I take it every time, and it is so (laughs) dumb.
1: Yeah. I, I well, feel like Queen Elizabeth,
0: so who might possibly have powder in my dress that's gonna poison me from the inside for the outside in. That's how serious oh, I take
1: it. So good. Well, what you could do, I was about to say you should. I'm you not sure. You can should, should me. Do, yeah, that's fine. Do you have a digital thermometer? No, but I'm going to get one. They're like eight dollars. Right. And you just poke that little sucker in the chicken. And if it says over 165, you are not going to kill anyone, it's slow not- or fast. <laughs> they will not die. So (laughs) either way, you're not going to die. You're going to be fine.
0: I'm always like, I want it juicy. I also want to live. And so (laughs) I always take it too far. And it's so stringy. And then I'm like, a
1: metaphor for life. I I, want it juicy, mm. but I also want to live. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's how we have to live. My thinking is that going into 2021, now that we're a weekend ish, is that we all need to be better at certain things. We all need to be lazy about certain things. But 2020, I feel like 2020 took everything I care about and put it in a jar and shook it up mm-hmm. and poured it back out. And it's like dice I don't know how to read.
1: This is a beautiful analogy, actually. Thank That's you. That's very well said. Yeah. And so no. what
0: do we do when it feels like all of a sudden travel was a huge priority to me? My Delta Sky Miles has been a huge priority to me. And now it's not.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: How, do we, how do we re-lazy genius our lives? when, when we aren't actually sure what is most important, what's monopoly money and what's cash money.
1: Absolutely. Cash money. I think you're right. It's, that is such a good analogy because it does feel like everything, like things that used to work like in 2019 and before to make us feel like ourselves, for us to rest, for us to recharge. None of those things seem to work in 2020. Like everything did get shaken up and just vomited out on us. And we're like, I don't understand what my life looks like or who I am anymore. Like it's been a, it's been been quite a, um, like an identity crisis, I yeah. think for a lot of us. Yeah, but it all, everything, everything in in the lazy genius way begins with what matters, with naming what matters. So I think even just knowing like the things that used to matter don't really matter anymore. Mm. Well, that's that's its own permission. On its, in, on its own. So if you know that like, well, my Delta Sky miles don't worry, don't matter as much. Well, you can be lazy about what flights you pick if that's yeah, the case. Yeah. You don't have to spend the extra time trying to find what you need to get your points and how you're going to spend your points and all right. that stuff. So it's it's just, um I feel like naming what matters and what doesn't matter is simply just kind of like permission to sort of let the Guardrails down mm-hmm. on some things and mm-hmm. to put them up in other things. So it's like, almost stay here. This is what matters most. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sort of work hard in this space or whatever. I will say that with the like, where do we start? One of the lazy genius principles in the book is to start small.
0: Okay. And
1: what I feel like gets tricky in the beginning of the year is that we. <laughs> we we just build it way too big. Oh, yeah. I'm going to run a marathon.
0: I'm going to I'm going to cook every meal. Every I'm going to walk 10,000 steps I'm, uh, every single day. I'm go- and right. you've watched and you've walked 34 for the every day of December. Yeah. Right. True. And so this either- is obviously someone else's story
1: not my own clearly. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> So I think even that, like, we do build it big, like, when we say, like, our health matters or whatever. Yeah. And then we build this big system of, like, okay, so what am I going to eat for the three meals? And where am I going to step? And how am I going to move? And, like, who am I going to talk to about it? Because if mm. we're not accountable about fitness, then it doesn't count. And sure, like all sure. things right it's it's even it's even starting smaller than that like i think rather than saying what matters to me and trying to list out 10 things mm-hmm. start small by naming one thing that matters one oh, thing wow. and it could sort of be this i mean i feel like i feel like we do get stuck sometimes in well i don't even know myself i don't even know what matters and generally in my experience anecdotally yes. with talking to people about this is our inability to name what matters is because we are believing something that isn't true about ourselves, mm. our our identity, our relationships, you wow. know whatever. And really what matters most is relationship always. Yes. always. So I had somebody ask me last night actually I was I popped into like a like a book club oh, and for a you. few minutes and they, Did were they scream like, were they like, ah! Kendra's it was really very there. sweet. It's very it was sweet, sweet, isn't it? it were was you a, a surprise? surprise? Oh, those are my favorites when I surprise yeah. people. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, It was really, really fun. That's and really fun. so I was I was only there for a few minutes, but they were asking some questions. And one of them asked, she said, what if what matters to you and what matters to, say, your spouse are in disagreement with yes. each other? You know, like, what if one of you is clean and one of you is messy or right. whatever? right. And, and I think, and so what happens is we sort of, we, we start from step four, like so often we're just not starting from the right place. We're not going in the right order. Going in the right order is another lazy genius principle. And so I think that like for that particular example, what matters most is that you and your person are connected to each other. Mm -hmm. So for you to even begin the conversation saying, Hey, listen, we fight about this thing a lot. But I love you more than I love neatness. And I know you love me more than you love being able to put your shirt wherever you want to. Mm, So can we start there? Can Uh we start with the fact that we actually love each other a lot and we're prioritizing that? And then we can, we're really smart humans and we can figure out a solution to this together. When you start with what matters most, it just kind of impacts everything else that follows. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even that, if even if you are so... Foggy and murky from this last year, and you have gone through so many changes. Maybe you've lost someone that you love. Like grief does crazy things to—not crazy. It's not crazy. Grief does really powerful, impactful things that turn us. But it can certainly
0: feel crazy. I think that's a good word. Grief does uh, uh, undefinable things to us that we've never seen happen before.
1: Unexpected, surprise that catches us off guard. All kinds of things. Yes. So I think that in looking at this year, rather than being like. I'm going to take this year by the horns and we're going to do all the, thi- you know, which is what a weird saying, by the way. If anyway, you're if you if one
0: you're one. not a Texan or a cowboy,
1: why do we use that? I'm not, t- I haven't <laughs> taken anything by the horns ever. ever. Never once in my ever. life have I taken a thing by the horns. Ever. It's so dumb. So, um, but if you start with. <laughs> we're using dumb and stupid mode. the exact amount I want us <laughs> to.
0: So keep on. Sorry. So if we start with what
1: matters the most. And what really matters the most for all of us is connection and relationship. Yeah. So if you don't have an answer for you about what matters, that does. That always does. And will almost always trump everything else because it's relationship with others. It's Mm -hmm. the relationship with yourself. It's the relationship between you and the Lord. It's like so many. That's we're just we're relational beings. Like that's the whole point. So if you start there and just sort of rest in in each decision and each interaction to the point where you're able to process it, Mm -hmm. like if you're finding yourself frustrated with how someone is. Uh, like how a kid is speaking to you, how a boss or a colleague or a friend is speaking to you or how you're feeling about them, any of that, to go, what matters here? What Mm -hmm. matters here is us being connected. Mm -hmm. So what can I do to keep us connected? If you're feeling really, really tired, what matters is that I feel connected to myself. What would make me feel connected to myself right now? Like, so if you don't have an answer that's gardening or baking or running or traveling or whatever it is, relationship will always matter most.
0: Hey, friends, taking a short break from this conversation with Kendra to give a shout out to our amazing partners, Liquid IV. Y'all have all heard me say how much we love Liquid IV here at the Downs Books Incorporated. And that sounds fun. Network offices, their popular hydration drink mix is a crowd favorite around here. Well, their energy multiplier is an absolute game changer, too. It gives you that extra boost that we all need. I think we can all agree 2020 had its fair share of rough moments. And it's time to clean the slate and start 2021 off on the right foot. Just one little packet of liquid IV energy multiplier is like drinking two cups of coffee. And it's an all-natural alternative to processed energy drinks for a sustained energy boost throughout the day. Y'all know I wake up like this, but a couple of members of our team talk about having an energy crash right in the middle of the afternoon. And I guess that some of you deal with that too. Over half of Americans report struggling with daily fatigue. Me too but not with Liquid IV, y'all. The premium matcha and green energy blend tastes delicious and provides a lasting energy boost throughout the day. No crash. It contains a mixture of matcha, guayusa, and ginger that's high in antioxidants that helps improve mood and focus. In addition to tasting great, I think my favorite is the acai, but it's really hard to narrow down. I actually haven't met a Liquid IV that I didn't love. They're also on a mission to positively change the world. They've donated over 6.7 million servings Globally, and in response to COVID 19, over 3 million products are being donated to hospitals and first responders, food banks, veterans, and active US military. Isn't that just the best? Y'all, we love Liquid IV. It's available nationwide at Costco, or you can get it 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code That Sounds Fun at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code That Sounds Fun at liquidiv.com. Start fueling your adventures today at liquidiv.com, promo code that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Kendra. Do you have a master list of where we start if we're trying to sit down and figure out what matters most to us? Or do you have a number, how many we should hold? Should we hold five things that matter most to us? Should we hold
1: one? Should we hold 15? I think de- I, 15 feels like a lot. Certainly. <laughs> 15 feels like a lot. So here's why I never, ever say numbers. Or yeah, this is a good thing to shoot for because okay. my audience is, is made up of a lot of people who are like me and they will hold on to that number like they're taking it by the horns. So oh, you would t- <laughs> it
0: would That would be the center of my gear if you told me it was Seven
1: things for the rest of the year. I think about those seven things, right? And you would focus, like maybe you really only have four, but -hmm. you would put energy into those other three just to fill in the blanks of the seven. Yes. And then you take energy away from the four that actually matter. So, no, there's not a number. I mean, it could be 15, depending on what the 15 are, but I would say, no, there is not a number. I do think that where, like, a good place to start, maybe other than the uh, relational connection piece is. Okay, so when we are, one of the other principles is to schedule rest. And Girl, you're coming to the right place. Let's talk about that <laughs> Sabbath. I love it so much. So, yeah, you will be able to say a lot of words about this. When we do not schedule rest, uh-huh. when we do not rest, we are not good in any avenue that matters. Like, it just doesn't work, I, right? Y'all better write that down. So rest has to, it has to happen. Yes. Uh, And it's not just sleep. So my personal kind of lazy genius definition of rest is doing what makes you feel like yourself. That's good. That does not have to, because here's what we do, is we're like, well, rest, or if you think about self-care or self-keeping or whatever phrase that you want to use, when we kind of hear that thrown around, especially the last couple of years, we have an idea of, you know, getting your nails done or going for a run or, you know, whatever it or like things that we fill in the blank there. A bath with cucumbers on your eyeballs, these things. Have you ever put cucumbers on your eyes? Not a one time. It is, I've done it just to be like, what is this hype? yeah It is so strange. I'm sitting there, I'm laying there like... There are actual vegetables on my face. Yes. What is happening? Like, it, it's Did it feel so weird. good? No, it didn't. No. It, didn't feel, it just, didn't feel good at all.
0: It's just something someone told us once and we all believed. The world believed them.
1: The world believed it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If someone, if you are listening and you're like, I really like it when cucumbers are on my eyes, then you keep putting cucumbers on your Please. eyes because it matters to you. Yes. We don't all have to pick the same thing. Like, yes. that's our I problem. can put carrots
0: on my eyes and we're all still going to be friends. That's exactly Right.
1: That will be your next photo on Instagram <laughs> next my week, next, guys. My, my next book title, it. Carrots yes,
0: on My Eyes. Carrots
1: on My Eyes. So you're, you are you want to do something that makes you feel like yourself. And some of us feel more like ourselves when we're alone. Some when we are in a loud room. Mm. Some when we are um, doing something with our hands. Some when we're just like not moving at all. Like it doesn't... there's no definition because you get to choose for yourself. So if you have started with, okay, what matters most is relationship. Well, if you want to kind of start with that bucket of relationship with yourself, what, and you can rest in that where you can kind of go like, oh, there I am. I, Uh I, I'm back. What makes you feel that way? And just if you focus truly if you focus on just doing that in 2021 and you don't do any other goals, you don't walk any more steps, you don't do anything at right. all, and you focus on the fact that you just want to stay connected with your people, yeah. that that is what matters in interactions, and you pay attention to what makes you feel like yourself, mm. I think it's it's an, it's not I think. It is a game changer. Everything else just kind of falls into place.
0: Yes. That I, I, I as you're talking, I'm thinking, I, this year would be a huge success, no matter what, if I thought of a, how am I connected to myself? How am I connected to God? How do I connect to others? And just, that was, it. This, is that was the, it. this is the thing I'll do this year to connect with myself really well. This is the thing I'll do to connect with God. This is the thing I'll do to connect with others. Yep. And yep. just like, let it. But I'm not even saying you have to do each of those. I'm not shooting anybody. We're just giving <laughs> examples. Exactly. What can I do? I know you're part of your thing is organizing and making mm-hmm. your life a better place to live. Can can we talk about my linen closet for just a minute? Yeah, let's do What's it. What's happening in there? How did <laughs> how did this happen? Let I me mean, just describe it to you, and you tell me what to do to Got make it. this more lazy geniusy and mm, some would say bearable. Uh, <laughs> top shelf, top shelf, tons of sheets and uh, pillowcases. No rhyme or reason. I have a king bed and a queen bed in my house. They aren't separated. They're just all up there. Number two shelf. I don't know. I'm remembering things like like makeup and hair stuff and face stuff. Number 3 shelf, medicine and vitamins and a hair dryer. Mm-hmm. Number 4 shelf, a couple of towels and nail polish. Help.
1: Okay. <laughs> Well, it's, so it sounds like actual, I'm just, you didn't say like, and I have a dog and a colander in there. Like those all feel like normal (laughs) linen closet things. So I think that those are, you know, it's, it's not like far off probably. So, okay. I would say. Because we all have a closet. Everybody's got one of these. Everybody's got one
0: closet that like could use 30 minutes of your time.
1: Yes, it's true. So here is, there, there are two principles that we can use to lazy genius your closet. Okay. The first one is to essentialize. Okay. Essentialize Essentialize is essentially. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) See what you did. Essentializing is getting, you get rid of what doesn't matter anymore and you leave only what does. Okay. Okay. So you have to name what matters about your closet. See, this Uh, is why naming what matters is so fantastic. So is it that you can see everything? Is it that there is like white space in there? Is it that it just doesn't look like, you know, I'm Monica's writing this down as we're going, by the way. <laughs> it doesn't look like Monica's Closet and Friends where she opens it up and it's just like full of everything. Uh-huh. Like what is and I'm asking you now, like what is it that matters to you most about that closet? I want to be
0: able to see everything because I love that I I love that I when I buy shampoo, I buy two of them mm-hmm. so that there I don't run out while I'm standing in the shower. Sure. No, right. So I like I I am not able to see all the things that are in there.
1: Okay. So If you can't see all the things that are in there and that is what matters the most and you are essentializing here where you're getting rid of Uh what gets in the way of that. Okay. We're going to get rid of what gets in the way of your being able to see everything. It could be honestly that like your sheets and well, it could be that you have more sheets than you need. I would essentialize your sheets. Be like, all right, I need two sets for each bed. Everything else can get, I can get rid of. Sure. Sure. You know, just like go ahead and just take care of that little bit, maybe. But if you want to keep your sheets, <laughs> that would that's... make sense. To be
0: fair, that would make a lot of sense. I've got my Brooklyn and I don't need the ones I brought from Walmart before I bought the Brooklyn and ones. I don't need them.
1: We feel so bad letting things go. I mean, we just do. Yes. It's just a normal thing because it's like they're perfectly good sheets. Why would I not keep them? Yes. If you have twin sheets and you don't have a twin bed, you do not need those sheets. <laughs>
0: That's right. You better, somebody in the back heard that and they're going to change their lives
1: right now. That's right. And here's the thing, too, is if you think about which one would you rather have? Would you rather be able to see all the sheets you own, or would you be able to? Would you rather keep sheets you don't need? Yeah, that's you right. would rather see the sheets that you own yes, and I need. Would. Like it's such an it's such a no brainer when you put them next to each other. Yep. Which one do I choose? I choose this one. Well, get rid of the sheets that you don't need anymore. Okay. So that's one thing is to centralize good. the thing. You take get rid of the things you don't need. Now, if something, if what matters is that you can see your closet, and I'm I'm literally trying to imagine your closet. If what picture th- when I get home is that you can see everything, then maybe something that is in the way is that maybe how stuff is organized is like in bins that you can't see in- see through. Are you prophetic? Because that's a hundred percent right. They're in bins I cannot see through. So either get rid of those bins and just line everything up, mm-hmm. or buy clear bins. Okay, so you can see it.
0: Yeah, and that's it. And then my lazy genius
1: genius to my closet. And you don't have to like. buy everything new, you don't have to get, you don't even have to buy bins, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be organized in such a way that you could put it on Instagram and, you know, an organizational group would tag it or something because it's color-coded or whatever. Like, unless that matters to you, do that. That's it, unless that matters to you. But if what matters to you is you just want to be able to see everything, then do what you can to see everything and then walk away. Call it good.
0: I I mean, I think you're—and you've done this all throughout your Lazy Genius Way book. You do not require we spend a lot of money. This is not—
1: no, 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 no. no. N- not everybody has
0: a lot. Not, I don't have, no, I don't know a lot of people who are like, you know what? I can just trade out my bins. It's like, no, nah, that's not how I'm spending money in 2021. Sorry, y'all.
1: No, and, but then what happens is sometimes we think that's what we're supposed to do as well. I, if I had better bins, if I, if my bins looked like her bins, yeah, the way her, then my closet would look like her closet. And that's I love those home edit false. girls.
0: We, yes. we run in the same circle here. They're lovely, but they have convinced me. I need all new bins.
1: Yeah, you don't have to have all new bins. Okay. Unless the way that those bins make your closet feel yes. and operate, if that matters to you the most, uh-huh. and, you, and you're and you going to go, okay, I'm going to choose to spend my money to do this instead of on this other thing that matters yes. least. Yeah, You do that. Then do that. Yes. But that's why you have to start with what matters most. Otherwise, you have no like uh, framework for what decisions that you make. Yes. And then you just buy like, you buy, here's what we do, is you buy, like, two, like, really good bins because that's all you can afford. Uh-huh. And then your closet still looks like crap because you have two bad bins and then five cheap bins that are mismatched. And you're like, well, this is stupid. This isn't yes. doing anything. Yes. But then you're out 60 bucks on bins. <laughs> that's Probably right. for a closet that doesn't need bins in the first place. Uh-huh.
0: And, you know, so, you're yeah. helping me even di- differentiate what I've already been lazy geniusing because I did buy Home Edit clear things from Container Store for my makeup. Because I wanted to be able to see it. I wanted it to be displayed differently. And so I was willing to buy the bins there. I haven't been willing thus far in the closet to buy said bins.
1: That is actually, I feel like a, it's like a flag that goes up that we don't always pay attention to. Uh When we're not willing to spend the money on something or not willing to put in the effort to something, it probably doesn't matter as much as we think. Mm. That's why I feel like, you know, The new year time, there's so much about like exercising and health and and when I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on body shape being a construct that we don't have to really get into. I kind of want you to though. After you explain (laughs) the flag, I'll loop back to it. But with the flag thing, it's like if you are like, okay, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna run four days a week because being able to run matters, or being able to do whatever, you know, like we sort of rationalize stuff like that. And you don't run, it's not it. It's it's two things it's that you built it too big like if mm. it's like you said before if you've walked 34 steps every day in January and they're like I'm gonna walk ten thousand no you're not you're, you're
0: not we can actually we're here to tell you you're no,
1: not I don't not do it you're, you're not, not gonna do it. and so part of it is it's because you built it too big mm. but sometimes we I think we build our biggest machines around things we think should matter but they don't actually
0: wow yeah so if you
1: and just like notice where you're like, oh, I really should do that. If you start shoulding yourself, if you're like, I really should do that, sort of pay attention to why you think you should. And if that actually matters, because usually when things do matter, we make time for them. Mm-hmm. Like if they truly, truly do matter, we make time for them. We spend the effort, we spend the money, we spend the time, whatever it is. So if you're, if you're forcing yourself to do something, it's either too big or it doesn't matter.
0: And that what we learned in 2020 as well, is I just kind of learned like, oh, these are my friends that I can see in this scenario. And here's who I'm Marco Poloing with. And mm-hmm. here's how I'm spending my money. And here's what I'm cooking in my kitchen. Like all of a sudden there was a lot of clarity around what mattered most to me. And so maybe the thing I because I we sh- it's not that we should never should. It's that we should we should should about what matters.
1: Right. to ourselves. Right. Yeah. And I think it's maybe the tone of our should because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if it's like Oh, I shouldn't do that. Like, it, we're sort of, if it's that, <laughs> uh-huh. ask yourself why. Yeah. Why do you feel that way? Because sometimes we avoid, like, I, that's how I talk when I talk about cleaning my bathroom. Like, uh-huh. I around around. <laughs> and, and I don't like cleaning my bathroom. Uh-huh. I hate it. It's so, it's just disgusting. It's and awful. I live with two boys and a man. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's really gross. Yeah. It's like a nuclear zone. And so I, but if I remember actually what matters, More than my hatred of cleaning the bathroom Mm
0: -hmm.
1: is that I don't feel gross when I walk into a room. And it's also kind to them. And I'm not the only one who cleans the bathroom. Like, let's be real. Like, you know, we all share the load. But when when it's my turn, (laughs) you know. I'm like, okay, so what matters here is that we are keeping our home. We are tending to this place. Mm-hmm. It is a rhythm that we are in and that rhythm matters to me yeah. more than my hatred of this space. So I'm just, I'm going to do it. So it's, you're right. It's not so much that everything that we're like, oh, I should do that is something to automatically ignore. It is something to automatically pay attention. What's to, the, t-
0: yeah, that's right. Cal- call it a flag. You don't have to tell us what color the flag is, but there's a no. flag up. It's green or yellow or red, but there's a flag up every time you use the word should. Yep. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about one of our incredible partners, Thrive Market. Y'all know I absolutely love Thrive Market. I love what I get. I love seeing what you guys get. And when winter settles in like it has, I get fully into soup making mode. Cozy, warm, comforting soup just cannot be beat. One of my favorite things about my membership with Thrive Market is that I can get all my bone broth and canned goods from them, which makes soup situations very convenient and delicious not to mention that the items I purchase are delivered to my door it makes that get home from a busy day at work and need a quick healthy dinner plan so much easier and I love that when you join Thrive you give back through Thrive Gives their one for one membership matching program every paid membership sponsors a free one for a low income family Thrive Market seriously has the best selection of high-quality, healthy, and sustainable products online. You can get thousands of wholesome food, home, and beauty products curated just for members. And they make it super easy to shop by like 70-plus diets and values. Things like keto, gluten-free, paleo, vegan, and more. Skip the store. Skip the lines. Thrive is a one-stop shop for everything you need, organic and essential groceries, clean beauty, safe supplements, and non-toxic home products, all ethically sourced, something we can really feel good about. So go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun and join today to get 25% off your first order and a free gift. Enjoy guaranteed savings and member-only prices. Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every order. I saved enough in my very first order to pay for the subscription. Thrive Market is good for you and for the planet. Orders of $49 or more are shipped for free and delivered with carbon neutral shipping from their zero waste warehouses. Thrive Market now has two new membership options. You can do a one-month membership for $9.95 a month or 12-month membership for $5 a month, so that adds up to $59.95. And they have an exclusive new offer for our friends. Join today and get 25% off your first order and a free gift. So go to ThriveMarket.com/slash that sounds fun. Join today to get 25% off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun to get 25% off your first order and a free gift. And now back to finish our conversation with Kendra. Okay. Quote. Quote. Body shape is a construct. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Body shape is a construct. I just, I want you to go down that. If, could we, this is what Jess Connolly's book about body shaming that's coming out this year. I'm like, can't get here fast enough. I bet I've texted her eight times and asked for it. And she's like, Annie, it's not ready. It's <laughs> not ready, Annie, I'm me like, on. I know it's
1: not fair that I have your phone number and these kind of requests, <laughs> but could I please? <laughs> the book is still cooking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, you know, there, well, because this fits not, into what was, matters, but you can does. also
0: say to me, "We're not going to do this, and we'll skip this.
1: No, we can talk about it. I wasn't necessarily um prepared to talk about it, but I think it is a good it's a good thing to talk about, especially now. I mean, the main thing here is who told us that a certain shape of body was the ideal body? Someone who is not in charge of your body? Mm. Like, there's nothing about <laughs> there's nothing in scripture there's nothing in reputable health journals there's nothing in i mean there's been there's been tons of research on like health and body size are actually not connected wow. like there are a lot of people in bigger bodies who are healthier than people who are in in thin bodies yeah so there's no body that's a bad body and i think the sooner that we start with the idea of like oh so someone telling me that I need to wear a certain size and my stomach needs to be, doesn't need to roll up when I sit down and my thighs shouldn't rub together or whatever it is. Someone just decided that was true, Mm -hmm. that that's literally constructed from nothing. Nothing, And then, and culture picked up on it because health and wellness and dieting and all that stuff, that culture is worth billions and billions of dollars. So they're not going to tell you to like, oh, you guys, we've been wrong. Like you can totally have your body look however it looks, and it's all going to be fine. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of going to be a lot of powerful people out of a job, if that's the case. And so, um, but what we have done is we have told ourselves that until our body looks a certain way, that we just aren't, we're not quite there yet. We need to keep working. We're not quite good enough. We don't quite fit in the room right. We don't, people are looking at us in a way that like, if they were, if they looked Uh a certain way, then Uh everything, we have this, because that's what, culture tells us. And so I think there was something really freeing to me about realizing that someone just arbitrarily decided this is the body shape that's good. And that body shape has changed across centuries and decades. That's the thing. All of that. Like it's, that's why it's a construct. Like it's just whoever decided this is what you're supposed to look like. And also here's the thing, like there are definitely um, messages about the male body shape and size but you don't see that nearly as much in terms of an ideal body as you do women yeah. like this is this is a this is a down with the patriarchy sort of thing so yeah. um i just think that there is a great amount of freedom in saying like I, someone else is not going to tell me Yes. What my the shape of my body needs to be. Yes, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna abide by that. And no, my there is no body that is a bad body. My body is not a bad body. Yes, my body is connected to all the other things. It has. Mm-hmm. It has served me well. It is keeping me alive. It is doing all these things, and I want to honor it. Yes. I want to practice i talk about this in the book too that that movement and exercise is really just the liturgy of tending to our own bodies mm. in a regular way but that looks different for everybody that could look and that looks different in different seasons mm-hmm. so that could be sleeping that could be walking that could be running that could be dancing that could be it it could be absolute stillness because your body's like please don't make me move anymore yes. like please don't make me move anymore yes. so just having like a more, again, mm-hmm. back to that connection. What matters is mm-hmm. connection, mm-hmm. having that connection with your body and letting what matters be that yeah. rather than what someone tells you the shape needs to be.
0: I thank you for saying all that for starters. That frees up so many of us just to remember like, nobody is a bad body. Nobody no. is a bad body. And here's the joke. You decide that to fit. And I love that you said this. You didn't say fit in clothes. You said fit in a room. Mm. That we just, the real joke is when we get to that size or shape that we've decided is right, we're not happy. Never. And it is shocking how often you go like, wait, I was supposed to be happy here. You don't even do that, actually. You go, uh, I know I said I wanted to fit into this jumpsuit, but there, I just, I saw another one. And now I fit into this one and that's fine, but I'm still unhappy with these three places in my body. Instead of going like, I did it, I'm done. All I had to do yep. was get here. I don't know a single person who goes on that journey and ends up satisfied with their body. They can end up satisfied in their spirit that the Lord mm-hmm. fixes all the things, but I don't know anybody who ends up all the way satisfied in in, in these things.
1: Am I right? It's a moving finish line. Yes. Always, always. Yes. Always. Because it's not really what matters. Your body shape isn't what matters. No. And, and so I, if that's what you make the lead, yep. then it's going to keep moving. You're like exactly what you said. It's never, ever, ever going to be it's enough. It's never enough. I mean, I've had, we've all had, it's it's actually a gift if you have not experienced this as a woman, I think, but like we have all had the number. It's like the magic number. Mm-hmm. There's a magic number to get to on the scale. Mm-hmm. I think there's also, for me, there's always been a number where if I get to it, I need to get it together. Like yes, if I hit there's that there's a number, top and a
0: bottom. Yes, there's a top right. and a bottom. That's right. I
1: am, I am currently, well, I don't know exactly because I got rid of my scale a long time ago because it's like nothing ever good happens That's when right. I get on this guy. Like, we're just going to get rid of him. That's right. But I am without, before I got rid of my scales, it was probably six or eight months ago. was sometime during the pandemic. I got on my scale and I was 25 pounds over my top number. Oh, wow. And I've never been happier. Really? And I was like, That's interesting. Great. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what is this? I let that number literally eat my lunch Uh for years. It was like, no, keep that meal. Or you got to eat salad again Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's not that salad is bad. I love your should
0: voice. Your should voice is there. Clean the bathroom, (laughs) eat a salad.
1: She's so whiny. She's just Well, her life is terrible. So I can't, I can't blame her. So bad. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But that was so that was like my own personal eye-opening thing. I actually like immediately when I realized it, I was like, where's my phone? And I recorded a video for IGTV, like super fast because I was like, you guys, this feels really, really important. Because I didn't realize it's like what you just said, the number on the scale is it can be completely disconnected to how I feel about my body or disconnected from how I feel about my body. I can feel really good in my skin. And also it's not just that like, I love, I love my body. I love the way it's like, I saw recently someone say, respecting your body is actually in, not more important than loving your body, but you can respect it without loving it. Mm. Like you can mm-hmm. sort of be bummed about certain things that may, maybe make you feel weird or that you haven't quite worked through with mm-hmm. this whole body as a construct, but you can still respect it. Yeah. You can still be kind to it. You can still all those things. And so when I realized that I, it was my most positive relationship, mm-hmm. it was the longest lasting I'd ever had a good relationship with my body. Yeah. And I was so much bigger mm-hmm. than I thought was my Biggest limit. It was like, well, screw that, man. Right. Like what good is what good is that? It does me no good. And I was obsessed with it yeah. for years and years and years and years. Yeah. So I just feel like having permission to not be obsessed with a number that is completely arbitrary in your own head based on rules that someone who is not you made up right. is just stupid.
0: Right. Right. There's one thing if you're a doctor and you are working through something. And there's another thing if you heard a number in 10th grade that you thought was supposed to be your perfect number and you've right. never been there ever, ever, ever. And man, it is, it is, it, it, it uh, this conversation is one I have in my head a lot. And it's one that keeps me from following certain people on Instagram, men and women, mm-hmm. women that I feel like have bought into this and make this more challenging. And men who do the same, and then there are really good, godly, kind men and really good, godly, kind women that can have these conversations in really healthy ways. And I'm like, I'm here for that. Yeah. So yeah. like you, I didn't know. I didn't know we were going to do that. Let's go. Let's talk about a new year where we just respect our bodies, and we are. I, I the one of my hopes. Uh, I think I want to say this. I'll at least say it to you. We'll see if it ends up on the show. One of my <laughs> hopes for 2021. It, I want to be confident in my body, not—because I'm incredibly confident. I want to be confident in my body, not in spite of. Yes. And so I—right? Yes. Yes. So I'm like, no, I want to be confident in here, not confident all the way around except here.
1: Yeah. I'll try to make it so that we keep it, keep this in the show. I went through this thing where I used to say, as an Enneagram one— People love me despite my shortcomings, wow. despite my faults, despite my whatever. And when I shifted that to, they actually love me because of those things. They love me because I'm broken and we're still together. They love me because I don't always have it together. Like who wants to be friends with someone who's like, I've got it all together. Like that's right. so lame. Right. Um. But also I, my deepest, dearest relationships have and yours too. I'm sh- every, like every meaningful relationship that we have maybe even seen sort of become stronger in this past year is because we are vulnerable mm-hmm. with our gross stuff. And yeah. we're just like, all right, she sees me like this. He sees me like this. And they're still around. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And if you ask someone, like, what do you? what do you like about me? What do you love about me? Which I realize is sort of a weird question to ask sometimes. But like so often, it is those things that are imperfect. It is those things that we actually are trying to control on our own. And so when I made that shift, just like you said, that you want to be confident um, in your body, not not despite it or Mm -hmm. not, you know, Mm -hmm. that if we, that sort of extends beyond our body, that we can be confident in the things that make us human, that make us vulnerable, that make us unsure that because that, if we've learned anything from our, from uh, our darling Brene Brown, it's that, I mean, vulnerable is always going to be risky. You don't know what's coming next. And, and the risk averse slash perfectionistic people Mm -hmm. like me Mm -hmm. are like, well, no, we're just gonna, we're just gonna stay back here. It's all gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna be fine. Like the number of people who have said to me, like dear friends over the years, who are like, I mean, I really, really like you, but I don't feel like I know you, is a lot of people. Wow. And 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 that I haven't had anybody say that to me in in a number of years because after the you know sixth person said that, I was like feel like this is a problem because i see a flag flag because i was believing that they they like me even though like even though all these other things are true rather than being like wow they actually really like me because of because i am me Mm -hmm. and me includes all of these things and that doesn't mean that you get to be a jerk and you know we and here's the thing is we all rationalize that too we're like well are you saying that like if i'm mean to them then it and what that does that attitude of like um, but what if, what yeah. about this, what about this is actually because I think we're afraid to sort of enter in what it is true about, like mm. that we can be broken in front of our people mm-hmm. and they, that they do love us because of those things, not mm-hmm. despite of those things. Mm-hmm. So I love that, um, that distinction of if we move through the world, carrying this thing behind us over our shoulder that we're ashamed of. And we're always like, well, I'm here and I'm so glad to be here. I'm sorry about this. Like we're, yes. it, we're in a constant apologetic posture, whether it's with our words or with our attitude or just with our soul posture towards ourselves. And connection doesn't happen when we're not open. It just doesn't. Wow. It doesn't happen as fully as it can. So the sooner we can just like be like, hey, we're all here. Yeah. The gang's all here. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's right. All that was part of
0: me. That was not my baggage. That was actually my back. That was so, be- <laughs> that yeah, was actually my part of my body. So yes, cause it can be how we feel about our bodies or our yep. our parents and the way we were raised or our finances or our relationship history. We can all show up in a room and say, I am so deserving to be here if you could just ignore this thing. And that's, right. that's not how it goes.
1: It's not how it goes. We
0: actually, I, I mean, I'm seriously going to, I'm thinking of two of my friends right now that I want to Marco Polo after this and be like, I just want to be sure you know I love you because of this thing that I mm. know feels hard to you and that I know you're working through. I, because I, I'm thinking of one of my friends who's having to have a hard conversation with a man today that she was in relationship with. Mm. And I want to say to her, you know, I love you because of how hard you love. And you know I love you because of how invested you get, not in spite of how invested you get. I'm not embarrassed by how invested you get. I'm. It makes it a joy to be your friend.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: and I'm like, man, I need to say that to her.
1: I don't know your friend. I don't know the situation. And that makes me, that makes tears come to my eyes because imagining, imagine what that would be feel like to have someone say that to you when, because we're all, we're always sort of churning in our own insecurities and what we're like, Oh, I just, I do. I I get too invested in relationships. And for someone to say, I love you because of that. I actually really love you because of that. That's like, wait, you do? Wait, what? Like it just becomes, it's a complete paradigm shift Mm -hmm. that, that puts eyes on us. It's, it's looking at, it's looking at our people, the way God looks at us and them. I mean, that's really what it is, is he's, God doesn't love us despite stuff. Right. Like, that's not the gospel. Right. That's not the gospel. Right. So, anyway. Wow. We just, we really did it today. I mean, we're just getting started, and
0: we did an hour. So, riddle me that, world. You're about to get a side pod from Kendra and Annie. Just (laughs) bodypod.com. We'll meet you guys there. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Look it up.
1: GoDaddy.com. No yeah. Maybe wait don't
0: Google BodyPod.com. That just take It a little, yeah, that feels risky. <laughs> We're workshopping, <laughs> everybody. Just hang on. <laughs> hang on while we actively workshop in front of you. Kendra, I can't wait for people to grab Lazy Genius Way if they haven't already. And just help us get the year started correctly. I mean, I, and yeah. I will should them on They Should Get This Book.
1: I will happily should us all on that. I appreciate that. Yeah, And I do, you know, I I feel like it's really important for me to say that I like get it at the library, you know, like I, I don't, I mean, you know, you're, this is your job too. And like, yeah. we, we need to do things that, you know, pay the bills or whatever, but I, I don't want to be the kind of writer or person who shares stuff that I want to share with people yeah. where I'm like, this is, this is about me. It's not about me. Yeah. I wouldn't tell you about it. I would just stop talking about the book if it was <laughs> bad and it didn't help anyone. Right. I just would stop. Right. I have seen like hundreds and hundreds of people, there are there's over a thousand reviews on Amazon of how this book has helped people, wow. and that is not a like bat pack. That is like this works. Yes. and and even if if I didn't write it, I would still tell you about it. If you don't buy it and you get it at the library, I still want you to read it. Like this book will impact your life in massive yeah. ways because you're changing your life based on what matters to you, not based on what matters to me. Yes. You don't want to base your life on what matters to me. We have, we're different people. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, this is the year. If you, if you made it through 2020, yeah. it's like, we need, it's going to be harder to transition into this year than I think people realize. Yeah. Is we're waiting for all the good. We're like, okay, it's off. The you know we've we've released <laughs> yeah. the, all the baggage. We did it, and yet I think the transition is going to be a lot more difficult than we think. And so having and slower. I mean, December thirty-one
0: to January one was not this. We didn't move. It isn't. Uh, what's the uh, Wizard of Oz? It didn't go from black and white to color.
1: <laughs> that's a good analogy, yeah. and that's sort of what we expect with things like yep. that. Yeah, and so we can be hopeful. We can be hopeful, but we can also set ourselves up to build. Systems with soul. That's yeah. what The Lazy with Way does, is it helps beautiful. you build systems built with soul. So I, I really do hope people, if they haven't read it, that they get it, because I think it's going to really impact your life in I, a great way.
0: They, you are right. Hey, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, Kendra, mm-hmm. what do you do for fun?
1: Oh, my gosh. I think that listening to music is the thing that I would say right now <gasps> that I do for yes, fun. Yes, go down the list. Who are we not yeah. listening to that we should? Oh, golly, Oh, day. sorry, well, should. I should. I have a, I have a, um, I do have an Instagram, like a highlight on my Instagram that's music Oh, good. oh because I talk about music all the time. Penny and Sparrow is my favorite. Yes. They are, they've always been my favorite. I think the thing that makes music fun for me is that I am an obsessive playlist maker. Um, oh, so I'm, can
0: we just follow you on Spotify and you'll just can. make them for us?
1: Yes, great. yes. Sorted. And I'm going to. I'm gonna tell you, I'm like really good at it.
0: Yeah, I'm like, an outsourcer. I'm very good at outsourcing what I want, and so all I'm doing is opening Spotify right now and finding you and following you.
1: It's Kendra Joiner Adachi. So J O Y N E R. That's my. Oh, you're babe. the top
0: thing to come up. So there Here we it have is. it. 62 it's, playlists, my girl.
1: I have a lot, and they're all based on mood because you yeah, need mood. Yeah. You need like or mood or activity. Yes. So fun um, church, beautiful. <laughs> I love fun church. We For me an old fashioned.
0: <laughs> Kids in the Kitchen, Wordless Mm. Winter, Mellow Winter. Oh, this is great. Christmas Cookies versus Mm -hmm. Christmas Chores. There's actually more people
1: subscribed to the Chore List. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we all need something to make chores, okay? Chores are stupid.
0: Okay, great. So Penny and Sparrow, full stop. But also, we can just go to your Spotify and you'll build a playlist.
1: Yes, I will. I will for sure.
0: Thank you for doing that. Kendra, I am so grateful for you. Thanks for being on today.
1: This has been been so funny. Good.
0: Friends, don't you just love her? My gosh. I just did not know we were going to go all those places. She really brought it out of us, didn't she? I adore her. I just adore her. Make sure you get a copy of The Lazy Genius Way. It's so good. Subscribe to her podcast. Follow her. Not only for the ridiculously helpful content she shares, but also just tell her thanks for being on the show. It always means so much to our guests. If you need anything else for me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I'm Annie F. Downs, T-S-F, like that sounds fun on YouTube. Okay, I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Have a great weekend, and actually, we'll see you back here on Sunday for a little something special. So we'll see you guys on Sunday.